today on Dave Talks Hockey. Another great question from a viewer and a quick little review of what we've seen from the Detroit Red Wings. And wow, I'm impressed. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Dave Talks Hockey. Hope you enjoy. Welcome everyone to Dave Talks Hockey again. My name is David. I'm your host today, this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening. Appreciate you being here. And we're just going to get right into this without, uh, you know, without delaying any longer. Uh, Here is a question from Robert. Robert, take it away. Hey, baby. My name is uh, Robert. I'll leave my last name out for uh, anonymous purposes. don't want this getting out just because uh, you, you never know. You, you might have a big name listening to your podcast. And uh, let's just say I, I, I'm somebody. <laughs> okay. All right. With that in mind, uh, I'd like to ask uh, you a question, uh, David. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast, trying to learn more about the sport, uh, if you can call it that. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Am I right? Um, I really just wanted to know, uh, you, you call yourself a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs. How about, how about you give us uh, your memory, uh, your very first memory of watching a Toronto Maple Leafs game, David? Thanks for the podcast, buddy. Keep it up. Well, Robert, first of all, I'd just like to thank you for sending in your question and for appreciating the podcast. Uh, it's great to have listeners like you out there uh, that actually appreciate, you know, that, that, you know, you really appreciate the podcast and, and I, I just, I really, I, I really appreciate that myself. So appreciations aside, your question, your, uh, your very important question of uh, my, my earliest memory of being a, a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And uh, I don't know if you mean a particular game that I watched or, or just any memory because uh, I, I have very many memories of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, we would go down and, and Robert, we would, we would go to North Carolina and we would go to a Carolina Hurricanes home game. And at a very early age, I mean, that's, that's uh, nine, 10 years old. Uh, around that age, probably, I mean, don't have the exact age there for you, Robert. Uh, but you know, around that age, uh, went to Toronto Maple Leafs games and, you know, knowing my dad loved them dearly from an uh, earlier age than that, you know, no matter what hat I was wearing, whether it was a hurricanes hat or, you know, if I had a Leafs hat on, I was just there enjoying the game and enjoying watching two hockey teams shoot around a little, uh, little black puck. And so, uh, you know, whether or not I was a Leafs fan at that time uh, remains to be thought. Uh, you know, I was young. Don't, it can't really tell you for certain. You know, I might have just been enjoying the game and enjoying seeing guys skate around, like I said, shooting around a little black puck. So, uh, but what I can say for certain is that's probably the earliest memory is at a Hurricanes game, a uh, home game rather, a uh, Hurricanes home game watching the Toronto Maple Leafs play the Carolina Hurricanes and just having a great time. Now, uh, as far as the first time I remember being a diehard fan, uh, like I attribute myself being today, uh, you know, I would say 
ever since I really got into hockey in the past three and a half years, I'd say, uh, the Leafs have really been a big part of my sports watching and just have been my favorite team really uh, since those early hockey games. Um, but again, whether I could have said I was a fan back then, don't really know. Again, just there for, for the games and to enjoy watching them. But I can say for certain, Robert, that it's been probably three and a half years since I really got into hockey as a sport in general uh, and up to date with everything and, and really just, yeah, like I said, into the sport and really uh, becoming fond of it. Uh, probably three and a half years of being a diehard fan. You know, you, I, I can say I was a fan for, you know, five to eight years or whatever. But, you know, uh, as far as as far as I can say, being a true fan and a real, you know, watching almost every game, being there for the playoffs, you know, super intently watching every single game, living and dying over every puck possession, three and a half years, Robert. Hope that answers your question. Sorry if it was long-winded and, uh, you know, just – just sorry if it was long-winded there but uh, again so glad to have you on the show and i uh, don't really know what you meant by if it's a sport you know robert i i sense a little bit of pride and arrogance there and uh, not to offend you as you are a a listener of mine and i value my listeners especially at this early stage very dearly but i just don't know what it is about your attitude but i just sense a lot of ego and maybe a little bit of pride mixed in there too, uh, you know, but to each his own. And, and Robert, wherever you are coming from, you didn't specify uh, wherever you're at right now, Robert. I just hope that all is well and that your family's doing good. If you have a family, if you're flying solo, uh, maybe you're going for a more stoicist nature about yourself. And maybe you've just secluded yourself in the woods somewhere. And I, I don't know. For all I know, you could have a uh, family of uh, family of five. You know, uh, I I don't know, but uh, family of six, seven, eight. You know, Robert. Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm rambling at this point. Anyways, what I want to just tell you is, uh, thank you for being a listener, and I hope all is well wherever you're at. If you all are like Robert and have a question for me. Shoot me a little voice message over in uh, the the link below. Just click on that little baby, and it'll take you right to the spot where you can submit a voice message. I'd greatly appreciate it, and it would be answered on the next podcast. As soon as I get it, I'll answer it. Appreciate uh, Robert and uh, and Fred from the last video, and even the other Robert we had in Arkansas that wrote in uh, a couple videos ago. Appreciate you guys' support. It has just been amazing. I'll just get right into uh, the second topic I had for this video that's hopefully going to fill out the rest of the bulk of... Uh, I'm going to try to get this video to 20 minutes for you guys because I, I felt bad for the last video being a little bit short. So we're, we're going to try to fill this out with talking about the Detroit Red Wings. So they're another team like the Senators uh, that that I've just felt has done very extraordinary in the offseason and, and a lot like the Carolina Hurricanes as well. May as well lump them in there. They're definitely the top three for me and the most uh, improved teams over the offseason, I would say. And let's just get right into it. I mean, uh, let's start off with the first acquisition they made, signing uh, Andrew Kopp to a five-year I believe five-year, uh, 5.65, I believe it was. And 
yeah, great contract there. Andrew Kopp, great player, great center. Um, really showed his stuff uh, for the Rangers and showed that, you know, in the playoffs he is a force to be reckoned with. And I think this is a sight of things to come uh, as far as the Detroit Red Wings are, are – uh, are looking at this, they're saying, you know, we're getting this guy because we've seen him in the playoffs and we want to make the playoffs next year. That's where that's their goal. Clearly from the moves they've made, they want to make the playoffs next year. And I could definitely see that with these moves that they have made over the off season. And yeah, Andrew Kopp, that contract is great. The term is great. I have no complaints with that at all. Very fair deal for a guy of his, of his standards. And uh, wondering why the Rangers didn't choose to keep him at that cap. I mean, they signed Trocek to a longer term, uh, but I believe Trocek got only a little bit less money. He may have gotten even a little bit more. Not too sure on Trocek's, Trocek's uh, contract, excuse me. But don't really know why the Rangers chose Trocek over Cop. Maybe Cop wanted to leave, and he was like, I don't want to be in New York anymore. But it seemed he had a good uh, relationship with them. Uh, but clearly... You know, he wanted out. So here he is in Detroit, uh, a team which I view as being a force next season, playoff bound as far as I'm concerned. And another person who makes that possible is David Perron, signing two years, $4.75 million. Wow, what a big acquisition there. When I hear David Perron, I hear goals. I hear goal horns going off. I hear crowds screaming. The guy scores goals. He knows how to put the biscuit in the basket. And he knows how to rip it top cheddar on the tendy. He's a tendy terminator. There's no other way to describe him. David Perron, you know, I might be a little bit biased because he shares my first name. But I'm a big David Perron fan, and I have been for a while. Uh, you know, even when he was on St. Louis. And when he was on, you know, I can even think back to when he was on Vegas. The guy was a force. And he made that Vegas team, that Vegas team that pushed for the for the for the Stanley Cup finals, he made them what they were. And wow, that is a big acquisition. Detroit Red Wings really pulling out a big one there. Another one I thought was a very big acquisition um, was Ben Sherratt of the Florida Panthers signing four years, four point seven five as well. They really liked that number. And I don't blame him. Great term, uh, again, for Sherratt and for Perron. I didn't really comment on, on that contract there. I like the player a lot, but I, I even like more the money they got him for in the term. This is a guy, Perron is going to pot 28 to 35 goals. That's my prediction for him. You know, he has a ceiling of 35 probably. 35 goals, I think, is Perron's ceiling. But uh, Perron's floor, very high floor for Perron. Uh, being, I'm saying, around 28 goals. I don't think he puts in less than 28 goals next year. And to get somebody like that for $4.75 million, uh, wow, wow, what a great, great pickup for only two years, too. And, and the guy's older, and I love that term. Big fan of that term. Um, but, yeah, let's let's get right into this Sherratt, you know, contract. I start, started talking about that a little bit. Sherratt signed four years, 4.75, a great defensive defenseman, going to lay the lumber on you, going to throw the body, uh, big frame, I believe he's like 6'4", uh, big, big man, and he's he throws his weight around, he's not a big man that plays small, he's a big man that plays big, and he's going to play big for you on your top pairing, that's where he goes, he goes right beside Mirth Sider, 
uh, Marit Cider, however you say his first name, I just call him a, a cider donut. That's what I think of when I think of Moritz Cider. And, you know, you fit you fit Strat right next to the um, cider donut, and there you go. You got a great top pairing that is going to give you defense and offense, and it's going to give you two big bodies that will uh, keep the McDavid's of the NHL world out of your end. So another another great acquisition there an underrated acquisition i i see here is dominic kubalik this guy when he first came into the league he was ripping it he was ripping goals left and right i believe he had 25 goals or something like that in his first year and he came over from russia and the guy was a russian monster in his first year with the blackhawks but he kind of fell off he kind of fell off this past year, as all Blackhawks players did. Taves dropped off. Kane never drops off. He was still amazing. Uh, I don't think he'll ever drop off. Well, we might see that next year. I don't really know, but it's Patrick Kane. So I wouldn't doubt if the guy still potted 35 goals and 90 points. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but, yeah, the, no, I, I love Dominic Kubalik. I don't think he fed off of... Kane or DeBrinket or Taves. I don't think he fed off of any of those guys. I think he was a great independent player and really just showed that he belongs in this league and that he is a force to be reckoned with. And they get him two years, 2.5 million. Again, love two years. There's something about two years that is just like you give a guy a year and then another year. And he can prove to be very worth it in that first year. And then you got him for a second year at $2.5 million, guys. That's it is an amazing contract. Bravo. Bravo. What a great contract. So, Steve Eiserman, what I got to say to you is you did a great job. Stevie Y pulling out the big stops for his fan base. That has been a disappointment for the last few years, I think, is an understatement. They have been atrocious. Bottom of the league, worst record ever a few years ago. 2020, I think, was the worst record any team's ever had. I think Detroit barely won 10 games in regulation, which is just pathetic. So Stevie Y saw that, and Stevie Y addressed it, and he fixed it this offseason, I'm saying. They are going to be a playoff contender, and they quite possibly will make the playoffs. And that's the verdict I wanted to get with this video uh, I don't really know per se if, if the Detroit Red Wings have been underestimated this, this offseason or if their moves have been overlooked. Uh, but that was the point of this video, just to say that their moves shouldn't be overlooked if they are. I don't know if they are, but if they are, that's wrong. Stevie Y has done a great job, and the guy has killed it. And if I was a Detroit Red Wings fan, I'd be through the roof about all these signings. There isn't one that makes me say, well, that sucks. There isn't one that says that was too much money. That was too much term. It was just a bunch of good signings. That's it for me, guys. Dave Talks Hockey. Glad to have you around for the long haul. If you lasted this long, if you made it this long, thank you so much. It is greatly appreciated. A big thanks again to Robert out wherever he is mentally physically just thank you robert so much for your question and everybody you have a great rest of your day thank you dave talks hockey see you next time and now word from our first sponsor ever wow 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 after the fact i just want to say thank you so much to the first sponsor on the channel which is dave talks hockey youtube 
Go check out Dave Talks Hockey YouTube for all of your hockey needs. Everything is discussed there. We got highlights. We got clips. We got the latest NHL drama. We got some fantasy hockey topics. We got some interviews we're going to be conducting. So, so much content coming to the Dave Talks Hockey YouTube channel. Go check it out. It will be linked in the description as well as the questions page. If you guys have any questions, there's a link for that as well. But right below that will be the YouTube link. Click on that and go over to Dave Talks Hockey YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Dave Talks Hockey YouTube channel, for sponsoring this video. We humbly appreciate it here at Dave Talks Hockey Podcast. We could not be doing this long term without your aid, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Seriously, Dave Talks Hockey YouTube channel, go check them out. They are an amazing sponsor. For the first sponsor on this podcast, I would not want it any other way. Thank you all. Have a good one.